allow me to reintroduce my girl Maxine because our recording was lost. Um, so we got some go away evil. We got she got all types of Santeria juju going on in her apartment. I got some sage going to, you know, just just a little sage for the haters. You know what I'm saying? Um, so my girl Max is 34 years young. She's Puerto Rican from New York City. She has been married for eight years. Okay, and she was in the she's been in the same sex relationship for twelve years. So you know commitment. Yeah. You're a Capricorn, aren't you? My wife is a Capricorn. I'm Gemini. You're a Gemini. Mm, okay, okay, I like it. I, you know, I just talked to somebody with those same signs. All right, so you have a handsome son who's going to be four. He's is he a Capricorn? Or he's a an Aquarius. Yeah. Okay. So he's an Aquarius boy. He's about to be four years. And if he wants to, he's going to come on and pray for us. So you are blessed to Santeria. Gonna... Huh? Mm-hmm. I said, I hope he does pray for I us. He, he does way does. better than me. Yes. You know, I love having children around um, when I'm doing most any spell. I don't really do a lot of baneful things because I just... I don't need to. Um, <laughs> I just, the way my spiritual squad is set up, I don't really have to do any baneful works. But um, children just bring so much light and love and purity and innocence to any work you're doing. So I love to hear children laughing. I love them running around. Um, yeah, I love children being in the in the mix. Kids are my jam. Okay, so he is four years young going to be four in a couple of days here um and you were blessed into santeria early march okay of this yep. year 2018 uh before that though maxine lived in complete grief she lost her maternal grand grandmother in january of 2014 her beloved mother december 2015 her paternal aunt in august of 2016 and her paternal grandmother october 2017 all like back Mm -hmm. to back so you watch three out of four of them go through treatments chemo and hospice care because um they they all had some form of terminal cancer so you are broken down by grief but your grief has become your power through santeria and the guidance of her padrino she has learned to connect with her ancestors and those who have crossed over those who have passed and you say that they are your strength and your bruja power. I love it. They are my bruja power. I love it. Yes, they are. That's beautiful. <clears throat> That's beautiful. So we both discovered Santeria this year. You are so passionate about your study and your, your practice, which is really why I wanted to ask you to come on and talk with us. There are so many people on the Bossy Bruja page who are Latina, and I wanted to be able to give them a little bit of information um, because, you know, I'm just sense that a lot of them would be drawn to it. And you're so passionate. You practice every day. You're studying every day. You've manifested all this time off of work to live your spirituality to practice the study and and to pursue your path and I know you're also um getting into to hoodoo and root work so I want everybody to know um her page on Instagram before we go any further is Santo Ashe you have 
money rice. You have um, herb-infused candles. I saw some of the, the candle, uh, what was it, for spiritual protection? I saw some of the candles you yeah. had recently. And then you have um, sage smudge sticks with red rose. And they're so beautiful. I saw those pictures today. And what else do you have to offer? I know you give readings because you gave me a reading. And it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing because you know, I don't let people read me, girl. That's, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> but you know, I listen, the way you read me, I was like, okay, so this girl was the real deal. So if I'm going to start reading, she needs to let me read her so she can tell me if, you know, if she's satisfied. And then when I read you, it was, it was awesome because you were just like, okay, girl, right. You reading me and and I, (laughs) right. Reading my life from the first card. I was like, okay, okay, all right, that's what we do in the day. We get read. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> and you know, I think that you read pretty similar to me. You you emphasize, and I love people who read like this. You emphasize um solutions, you emphasize the the power and the positive aspect, even if there's something a little bit challenging coming up. It's like, well, this is what you can do, you know. I have no shame into putting my own personal experiences in the readings that I give for people because to me, it's a no judgment zone. Yeah. You know, you come to me to get a reading and, you know, it talks about, it, it, let's just say it talks about, you know, the person not having, you know, self-confidence. We've all been there yeah. all in life. So, you know, nobody's perfect and, you know, I'll just... Tell them, hey, I've been through certain things, certain, you know, times in my life where I didn't feel that pretty or I felt like I had to deal with certain situations because of how a certain someone treated me. And that's not the way, you know, to live. Yeah. You know, whether you're you're into spirituality or not, you know, a lot of people walk around basically, you know, making themselves go through things they shouldn't even, you know, pay attention to. Yeah. I like it. So... Mm-hmm. I like it. It's real. You, you have to be real. You come to the table, people. You you know the cards that lay some people completely bare on the table. So I love that you're willing to join them and be like, okay, well I can be bare too. We can be vulnerable together. That's really beautiful. Sure, sure. It's it's a um it's a way to connect too with uh with your clients. You know to get to know to get to know people. I mean, people are putting their 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 you know they're basically their their life on, on the table for you with your yeah. cards. Yeah. You know, especially if you have a strong, you know, spiritual background, you know, your spirits are going to let them have it. Yeah. So why not, why not at least, you know, give them that full experience and say, Hey, you're not the only one. Right. That's and, the and, and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I love the way you read cause you, you throw astrology in there and stuff. I'm not really too um, familiar with that yet, but. But you're studying and growing every day. I just really love your passion and your dedication to your path. And I know before our last recording got cut off, you were telling me about how your grandmother was giving you this silent instruction and how she was basically raising you in Santeria. So tell us about how grandma raised you. Tell us also about how you found Santeria again or how it found you. So I basically, um, I basically 
like like we were talking about Santeria basically found me. Um, I got I initially wanted a reading because the person giving the reading, which is now my padrino, he is married into my wife's family. So I felt comfortable without even, you know, knowing um, how, you know, it was going to turn out. But when I got the reading, I immediately fell in love with the beauty of Santeria, the, the, the fact that they can actually give you this deep reading with cowrie shells yes. on, uh, on a straw mat right. on the floor. It's, it's, a, it's amazing. It's a, it's a religion that, um, that, like I said before, demands respect. It's so traditional and it hits you so close to home, like immediately that um, you, you kind of stay in that all moment for a little while. Like I just, you know, they told me um, what's going on, what, what can happen. Times they even, you know, will give you a, a solution. Yeah. And it's up to you to take it, you know, take it or leave it, you know. But as someone that first comes into, um, you know, your first reading, you're just like, what just happened? Uh-huh. And in my in my first reading, um, it, it, what's, what's wrong with your finger? Oh, it itches? Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Let me see what happened to it. Okay, I give it a kiss. It's better. So in my first reading, um, it came out that I had lineage in the Santeria religion. And I was like, no, not me. <laughs> Absolutely not. Like, and you know, my father was looking at me like, girl, uh, right, you know, you definitely do, and it's probably your grandmother. Oh, Max. Hold on one second, honey. Uh-huh. Hold on. That is a toy that we cannot play with right now. Please go to Max's room. Go to Max's room to play with Pete's car. Please? Come on, come on. Come on. Seriously. Go. Come on. Come on. Thank you so much. Thank you. Sorry. Fine. So, um, <clears throat> he's like, sure. It was, it was your grandmother. Probably a grandmother, and um, he even told me the saint that she would that she used to pray to, and I was wow. like, um, absolutely not. Like she was my best friend. Um, I was with her all the time, and my grandmother was um, eighty-one years old when she passed away. She was born in nineteen thirty-two, so she was one of um santeras that basically you know, was taught not to speak about the religion at all. Yeah. You know, her children knew, my mom and my aunt um, that's still living, you know, they knew about it. But us, the grandchildren, she didn't speak a word. And, you know, growing up in, in her household, you know, I didn't, I didn't see anything wrong with, you know, grandma making me this special money rice to make sure I always had abundance in my house or, you know, making me these little red pouches for me to put into my wallet <laughs> to make sure, you know, I always had good, and good fortune and, and protection. And, and, you know, I thought that was all, listen, 
a cup of water on the, you know, next to your door, your front door with, with camphor in it. Yeah. I, those were things that I naturally grew up doing and I didn't see anything, anything out of the ordinary with it. And then getting initiated into Santeria and, and getting to learn all of these things that, you know, that we do as, as you know, being in the religion to protect ourselves um she basically raised me to spiritually protect myself from a little girl Beautiful. and um it's been an amazing experience because i feel like since my reading and finding out that my grandmother um was into it as i've grown in the religion i kind of feel like she's leaving me like these little you know cookie crumbs where i'm just like okay so you know that I know about this because, you know, my grandmother taught me that. And then, you know, you know the traditional way of things. And it's just been a, a beautiful ride for me since March. Beautiful. So you were essentially raised in a religion. And let me pause and go back because I don't think I ever said the name of um, Maxine's Instagram is Santo Ashe. So S A N. T-O-A-S-H-E. It'll be in the description um, of this podcast. Um, but so you were essentially raised in it without anybody ever putting a name to it, without anybody nope. ever telling you what they're teaching you or that this is maybe not what everybody else's family is doing. So you thought this was commonplace with the money guys and the, the mojo bags and all of these things that she, she was teaching you to do and, and giving you. I, I, when I initially found out that um, she was into it, um, I went straight to my jewelry. My grandmother was one that would give me a piece of jewelry every Christmas. Okay. And it was all of us, all of the, the women, my, my mom, me, my sister, you know, my other aunt, her daughter, we would all get jewelry. So when I go back into my jewelry box, I have all of these saints. Mm. So I saints cross everything. Um, charm bracelets on my ankle and, and <laughs> it just has been she's had me well-rounded from baby I mean I have baby jewelry with St. Michael on wow. it and all types of stuff Beautiful. it's um it's been a really like I said a really fun ride for me to actually get to you know learn about these saints and what they do for us and and me knowing that I actually you know have pieces of jewelry with them on it and and knowing that she believed in them it just gives me a sense of um I'm home you know without her being here mm -hmm. absolutely that's beautiful mm -hmm. That's beautiful. So is there anyone else in your, your extended family or did you, how about your wife? Did anyone else practicing? Um, my wife is practicing. Yes. We, um, we got our LA's, um the same day. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, we did. But um, she got her elekes and so did I the same day. And I also in turn um, got blessed with my warriors. Beautiful. Or the same. Yeah, and I know. So I went in. I went in head first. <laughs> you went in head first. You said. Oh yeah, I got my Alekas and my warriors the same exact day. 
the your warriors like I knew the same day. Yes, that's because you're so passionate I knew that about it. <laughs> I was like, hey, if that woman um believed in it, then I'm safe. Say that again. I said, if that woman believed in it, my grandmother, then I told myself I'm safe. Yes. Yeah. You oh, know, that's like, beautiful. And, um, and just the, just for, for anyone that, that actually goes into Santeria with, with an open mind and, um, real passion for, um, for the worship of Orishas, um, they will, understand why it's been so easy for me the um the the power that you feel the just the the energy that that you get is amazing you know you get this, this sense of um a reassurance that um you know that you're doing the that you're doing what you're supposed to do yeah and that's the, that's the feeling that you know I get from it. But I'm like I said, I, I'm I'm wholeheartedly um, into it, and it's you been really it's are. been beautiful. You're wholehearted, like every single day, every time that I talk to you, I hear about something I've never heard of before. <laughs> <laughs> every day, I mean, you sent me pictures of your beautiful altar, which is such an honor. First of all. For you to even share that with me. It's gorgeous. I mean, you're really dedicated. You manifested all this time off from work so that you can dedicate your time to it. You and you know what? I know that I'm gonna have and I know that there are other people around you, like friends and stuff, who were also on the path, but maybe moving a little bit slower. But I see where your passion is coming from, especially since grandma was your your best friend. And now she's one of she's one of your your spirit squad that's what i call it your spirit squad yeah <laughs> she got you she's leading and, and um, you know usually when um i sit in front of my um in front of my altar which we call a, a boveda mm-hmm. when i sit in front of my boveda and i pray and everything i usually um you know if i have to talk to anybody i i speak to my mom a lot mm. you know my mom definitely um definitely my my go-to person on my altar because you know I do I do miss those um awesome talks of of advice that we would you know that she would give me but um I don't really bother my grandmother too much because she's very um you know she was strong in life and I she's even stronger yeah (laughs) so it's kind of like don't bother (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the the queen let's let, let me just leave <laughs> She's She's her enough, right <laughs> and even with that like even with you being so considerate and so gracious I'm sure she's still one of your your heavyweights you know on the other side still doing so oh, much yeah. for you um, when I'm working and you know what I mean when I say that when I'm working I call on her you know yes. like hey grandma you know, I need, I need some, some help with this. Yeah. Definitely. I make sure it's worth it, but I respect her that much, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's beautiful. Um, I love that you all were best um, friends in life and now she got your back uh, from the other side. That's amazing. She did, she did. 
getting just to know that little that little piece of information the fact that you know um when people pass that they become a part of your your protection your a part of your courage your strength yes. just Daddy, getting to know what happened honey your kids oh, okay 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 mommy's talking so um just to know that they become um, that that a part of your power, your strength, your courage, it it made me feel very um very stupid in a way because I took a lot of time from my life in grieving. I mean, when it came to um when it came to my grandmother passing, I went into a really bad depression. Got I had to go on medication, had extensive therapy, and then. After that, um, I um, I became pregnant with my son via IVF, so I couldn't really be too depressed, you know, being pregnant. But um, you know, I remember getting pregnant and praying to God because my mother had already had had been diagnosed with breast cancer, um, you know, stage four breast cancer oh. at that. So um, I remember praying to God like, "Hey, so let's make a deal." Um, you let me have this, this kid, you know, without my mom getting too sick. Um, that's all I'll ask you for. I'm not going to ask you to, you know, to, to keep her here forever. I'm not going to ask you for anything crazy like that. I just want a smooth pregnancy where my mom can enjoy me. I can enjoy her. And, um, you know, after that, what comes, comes. And, um. And honey, God kept his promise because my oh, mom, go get your sneakers, baby. They're in your room. Um, God kept his promise because my mom basically lasted till my son was 11 months old. Wow. And Max, you have a lot of sneakers. You can go get a pair. Go. Go ahead. The red ones are down. So, um, where was I? Where was I saying? That your mom was with so- you until Max was 11 months. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's 11 months. And she so didn't get too before- sick? Well, I was pregnant, no. Oh. But after I gave birth is when um, she actually, you know, um, started getting like very sick. And, um, <clears throat> okay, honey. And she basically... Um, <clears throat> I lost my train of thought again because this child of mine, sorry. <laughs> you said she, after you gave birth, she became very sick. Oh, yeah. She she became um, very sick, but I started pre-grieving my mom. Wow. The worst thing. So I was basically like, my son was just was just born and he came, he, he came to me premature. So... You know, I had him in the hospital for over 30 days when he was first born. Then my mom got really sick. So I started pre-grieving her. So I girl, I was in like a black hole for a couple of years. Wow. Now, imagine going through that and raising um, a new child, um, losing your mom while you're a new mom yourself. Oh, and it's it was just something that i was just like you know what this is this 
this is my card. These are the cards I was dealt with and I just got a deal. And it's like, no, I didn't have to, I didn't have to, you know, extend my grief for that long. There was no reason to do that. Hmm. You know, I just didn't know any better. But now you do. And maybe if, you know, everything that happens, happens because it's meant to happen. We're always on our path, right? We're never on uh, our listen, path. Listen, I, I, and, I, and I see it now, like, you know what, Maxine? Um, if, I can, if I can take what I've been through and experiences to help a person, yeah. then it was worth it, yeah. you know? Because I know a lot of people that are, you know, going through their own type of depression doesn't necessarily have to, you know, be because of a, of a lost family member. Yeah. But, you know, any type of depression can definitely be, um, be dealt with differently than just, you know, staying in that same place. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think depression can often be a means to a, a grand transformation. I mean, I probably, when yes. I was 16, I had my first, de- you know, depression. I would not have called it then. I, I, I would not have called it depression. I don't even think I knew that word until I started going to school with, you know, at a school that was 80%. Caucasian I didn't have that word it wasn't in my vocabulary you know in a lot of (laughs) in a lot of um black families and black homes you know you don't talk about mental illness we didn't I just didn't have that I studied psychology now that's what my degree is in but as a kid at age 16 I didn't have that word but I knew that I didn't want to do anything except the things I absolutely, I was absolutely required to do. My mother took me to the library and she said, find, I was, I called it a funk at the time. I'm in a funk, you know, I can't get out of it. I don't know how to move past it. My mother um, recognized it. She took me to the library. She said, pick a book. I was dragging my feet. So she grabbed a book off of the shelf and handed it to me. It was called When Lightning Strikes by Jenny Carroll, hilarious book. I didn't even know you could read a book and laugh. But ever since then, I'm an avid reader, a collector of books. I have my personal library here and I'm 100% for books, but I would not have ever taken myself to the library. That's not what I would have done. So I love that you you are going face first into this this, um, religion and learning all that you can consciously and then working with your padrina because again you've learned so much um from your grandma already and now you get to learn so much from from your padrino and have the support of your grandmother and your mama so you've answered a lot of my questions but i'm interested about your relationship with your padrino i know that he's married into your wife's family um But, you know, the question I get a lot is, how do you find a teacher? You know, (laughs) how do you find, you know, the person? How would you answer that question? Oh, my goodness. Um, It's definitely if people are interested in Santeria, have a, a, a trusted source, you know, because there there's a lot of people that are, you know, not experiencing the real beauty of it and are getting, you know, either taken advantage of or, or, or not getting 
you know, genuine ceremonies being done. I hear a lot of stories, you know, so just make sure that the, the source, the person that you get to know that is in the Santeria religion, just make sure that you trust them. Right. Okay. And it's, like I said, I, I really, it sounds to me like Santeria found you. <laughs> like you were raised in it without your knowledge, but then you were just drawn to a reading for whatever reason. And I tell people that all the time, like go wherever your interests lead you, regardless of what anybody else is saying. Like you have got to learn to trust your intuition. People are going to be trying to police you your whole life, <laughs> you know? So you just go in whatever direction your spirituality and your own intuition is is leading you. Would you agree with that? I definitely agree with that. I felt, listen, it, in the beginning, that was even an issue with um, with my spouse and I, because we did, we did, like I said, we did get our liquors the same day, but she was kind of like thrown aback because it was so natural for me just going to the whole, okay, well, this is my religion. Right. Like I was very, very serious about it. I wasn't your normal, um, well, now I'm not going to wear my elekas around my family. Because we, you know, I was also brought up, you know, Catholic. Mm. Going to school, you know, all the way through till I was about 15. I did all of my sacraments. Wow. And, um... And when I decided to to actually, you know, go and 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 start, I didn't ask like my my dad, like, hey, dad, what do you think about this? It was just like, hey, um, so I'm into Santeria now. <laughs> like, seriously, like it was that. It was I agree. That. <laughs> and um, you know, it even like I said, it even you know bothered my. Like, she's like, hey, but like, you, I've been with you for fucking 12 years. Sorry for the F word. But, um, you know, I've been with you for 12 years and, and a lot of, you're not even like weary, skeptical, like nothing. You're just like, you're just going to go with what this, what our Padrino says. Like, she's like, are you comfortable with this whole, you know, Padrino thing? And she's like, you know, so much respect out of nowhere. And then it was to me, it was just like, yeah, you you have to have a lot of discipline to be into Santeria mm-hmm. one. There's a lot of, um, um, definitely um, for someone that is very proud, um, it would be a little difficult mm-hmm. because you have to give the utmost respect, your full faith in everything while you are learning. So even if you don't feel comfortable with something, you better bring it from somewhere mm-hmm. because have to keep the respect and what people what people don't understand is that excuse me max what people don't understand is that i'm sorry honey so what people don't understand is that when you initially get into santeria and you are learning about it excuse me and you are learning about it you are giving that and that faith to the Orisha, mm-hmm. not just your padrino or your madrina. Mm-hmm. And some people can't seem to, uh, you know, un- 
in the beginning. That's why I say it's very humbling. It's very, how can I say it? Um, it's basically you putting your guards down in, in the sense of this is going to work out for me. Even if I have any doubt, because you, you're allowed to have doubt. You're allowed to have, you know, questions and, um, and, and, and not just, you know, jump into everything because that's how you learn also. And they expect you to, to not just, you know, throw yourself into everything, but there's just some people that begin Santeria and it's just like, no, because of the secrecy in Santeria, you, you can't just say, okay, so I want to do this and I want to do that. And I want to do this, or I want to be involved in this. You can't go on or learn anymore if you don't experience it first. You understand? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's certain, certain ceremonies that um, if you want to experience it, you got to go through it. You can't attend somebody else's ceremony to be nosy. Right. No, you got to be willing to take that next step for yourself before you can be around anyone else that's in, you know, at that level that you're in. So if, if I'm over here, you know, I've done three or four ceremonies already and you're still with your elegas and you to know about certain ceremonies that I've done, I really can't tell you much, but the name. Right. Right. That I've been, I can't tell you what goes on or anything like that because you have to earn those experiences. You have to humble yourself enough to say, I'm ready for that next step. Right. So you're investing yourself by killing off your ego. <laughs> you're investing time. You're having these experiences. You're submitting a little bit to to your teacher, and you're putting your faith in the Arisha. It's beautiful. It does sound really, difficult. <laughs> I really am. If you would talk to my padrino, he would tell you I did not have. I did not think Maxine was going to make it. Because mm -hmm. I was, I was very um, challenging, very, and very no. There's a, 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 you know, in in Santeria, there is a, a, there's a line that you can't really cross. Do you understand? And for you to want to know so much without experiencing, like I was trying to explain before, mm -hmm. it's a little disrespectful. It's like, hey, take your time taking because there's just certain certain information that you're you're not privy to yet mm -hmm. and, I, and I I couldn't again I couldn't understand you know what's the secrecy about you know right. why can't I know want me to be in it and it's it's all it's a test of faith I love it I've wondered too like why do y'all need to be so like nobody's gonna come kill you it's okay to tell me. <laughs> I've literally been like that. But because there's so much secrecy and this is still an oral tradition, I think it is important for people to know, like, there's only so much you can learn from reading. Like, you still need guidance. You, you, there, this is one of those religions you have to be initiated into. Like, if, at some point, you have to take some type of uh, initiation, yeah? 
Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know what? I heard the Trap Witch say that Santeria is the rich man's religion because it requires not only um, the ability to mind your business (laughs) and be patient and be humble, but it also requires a monetary investment. Can you talk to us about that? It does. It is. It is. Okay. So when it comes to that, it takes people a long time to, you know, get used to that also. But these, when you get into Santeria, your home becomes your place of, um, of worship. Mm, I love that. So when you go to your padrino's house or your madrina's house um, to get blessed into anything, you know, any ceremony that you're ready for, you know, your padrino, your madrina have invested a lot in making their home um, that place of worship, okay? They have, um, they use countless supplies for your ceremonies. Like, we're not, we're not going to, you know, to, and doing these things. We don't actually have places, we use and you know it takes a lot to service these ceremonies and and also you know we it's i understand the the reason why um you know things are so and once you understand you don't take the price of any ceremony as oh my god i'm spending all this money it's like no you have to you have to give your your contribution to your padrino, yeah. to his rishas, to anyone, any other priest that is helping to bless you at that moment, you know. So everyone has to get their piece. I love it because you're there and you're you're getting all of the ache that's in the room. You understand? So you mm-hmm. can't <clears throat> you can't just say, "Oh my God, I'm spending all this money today." It's not. It's it. It has. There's no value to what you end up leaving with. Mm-hmm. You know, so it is, it is a little, ex- there's no rush in getting everything done immediately. If you want something done, then you know, okay, how much is this going to cost? Then I have to start saving. Okay. How much do you really want it? I have no problem with things that cost, you know what I mean? Like I probably have a little bit of an expensive taste anyways. I think that when people are showing up and they're giving you their attention and their energy and access to their spirits and, you know, and, and their wisdom, come Mm -hmm. on, you know what I'm saying? Decades and decades of wisdom. They're sharing that with you. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, they probably don't charge enough, you know? So I've had that, um, that conversation with my padrino, like, Hey, um, how much is I like? How much do you charge for this? And I'm like, um, because my partner is fan- fantastic. He is, um, he is the real deal. He's been, you know, into, um, epiritimo and all of that from, you know, from from a child. Oh, so he's powerful since uh, a young child. So it's for me. Um, I appreciate all of his knowledge and the way he carries the religion and just the the respect that he has when we are in ceremony and 
he deserved to me. I'm like, no, but then you deserve so much more. And to him, it's like, no, I'm not going to do that because he wants everyone to have access to the religion. Yeah. He wants everyone wants it, you know, even if, even if it's, you know, not the, the cheapest, you know, he goes the lowest that he can. And even sometimes takes from his own just to make sure that that next person can, you know, succeed in doing whatever ceremony they need because sometimes people need it you know for health reasons or whatever it is so he basically just makes sure that you know everybody has access and I and I I respect that that so much yeah because I would be thinking you're trying to you know you would want to weed people out he's like no everybody can come I think that that's really the sign of of great wisdom and a big heart and compassion because people need tradition they need um spiritual guidance they need it whether they're aware of it or yeah. not, you know? So there's, uh, there's some people that come and they want to be a part of Santeria, but you know, you, you basically get into it through divination because there's sometimes people get, you know, divined and yeah. they can't be initiated. Right. Right. Yeah. So. I was like, okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> this experience ain't taking everybody. There may be something else no. you're more aligned with. That's okay. That's okay. It's definitely everybody. That's another thing. A lot of people think like, oh, okay, Santeria, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go for that. They, no, you have to, you, it has to come out in your divination that this is, this is your path. This is meant for you. Yeah. Now, my ex-husband's ex-wife was wanting to become initiated into Ifa and she started um, with her ceremony. She traveled to Ghana. She was doing all of these things, but she only reached a certain level because she was too proud. They said, you can't, you don't know how to put your ego aside. You don't know how to submit. So they ended it. Uh huh. They ended it. I was, and this woman is so, she's so beautiful, so powerful, so talented and smart as shit she's smart as a whip you know what I mean but she just she she didn't know how to submit and they were like okay well we can't go beyond here so they just not that they ended it but they put everything on pause like they're like you're not moving beyond this until you know yeah I've heard people go through the whole thing of doing santo okay and that's when you have your seven day ceremony you're in white for the year you know for the year seven days and um and and then they basically get a divination and that they can't they can't be like they can't have any god so you know you when you did all of this you have your orishas your santos now and now you can't even use them to have godchildren. Mm. So it, it's a, you know, they'll let you get as far as that sometimes, mm-hmm. and then you can't. Maybe that's all you need. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I said, maybe that's all they need. Like, this is, <laughs> this is where the train stops for you. And that's, you know, I guess it would take a lot of um, humility. You, that would also require a lot of trust. That would require a lot of faith. people come to people come to the religion um with the wrong intention too Mm -hmm. you know because if you come if you come wanting to learn to only manifest um you know the power to do harm they're gonna throw a wrench in your in your path definitely wow yeah 
you know every <clears throat> every faith is is different you know and and santeria is different and if you come if you come you know if you come this way you know a little funny you're definitely um your card's going to be pulled right as it should be so as it should be you know so i'm out in the car now and my so my probably my last question would be how your life has improved i mean every time i speak to you you sound so happy i know that you were you said you were in a depression for a couple of years in a really dark place um and i w- want to know how your life has changed since you have been practicing century of this year it has changed so much that sometimes um i can't i can't even believe it mm-hmm. to it has it has taught me to um appreciate myself my personal growth um it's taught me to understand that when we do pass on that it doesn't end there yeah it has it has even made me um feel more comfortable as a parent because you know once you do become a parent you have this fear of you know what happens you know if i god forbid you know pass early if i'm not done raising my child or whatever it is it just gives me a sense of you know what if that's if that's to to come then um i will still be caring for my child yes that's beautiful I you know that. so it 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 gave me a whole new look on um on life itself it gives you a sense of reassurance that you know if you take advantage of every day and try to improve yourself um you will be okay yeah you know that doesn't happen overnight we all have our own battles that we have to go through you know i'm still i'm still doing that myself but i have it you know i have the religion i have um you know my own spiritual court that just give me this push of you know it's going to it's going to be okay it's hard work it's dedication but um as long as you don't stay in the same spot and you want to you know improve yourself as a person you know help others continue to learn um take you know advice from your elders you know that you will be able to you know fix whatever's going on there's no there's no ending point for anyone that wants to you know continue and and get better and that's what that's what the religion has done to me because i felt like i was at a point in my life where i was just stagnant i was in this moment of why me why why do i have to be the girl that you know that has all of these because if you think about it i've lost strong pillars of women in my family right you know it was it was my my grandmother it was my mom and it was my aunt and and you know my grandmother was 82 my mom 
was 51. Wow. So young. My aunt was 49. So, you know, it, it, it gave me this sense of, oh my goodness, I... I'm in my 30s, so what? I only I only have this, you know, I, I could only have maybe 20 years because, you know, automatically, you know, I felt doomed to this, um, I'm going to have a short life. This is what's in the cards for me. Hmm. You know, I put myself through plenty of grief, um, getting genetic testing and everything just to make sure, you know, that I was safe. And, you know, here comes Santeria giving me this beautiful um, blanket of, you know, as long as I continue to work on myself, that I'm going to be okay. I love it. I love it. Well, you've definitely (laughs) done an amazing job of giving me a very clear picture of where your devotion is really coming from and I really I mean it's beautiful I'm just grateful that you took the time and you actually have been on top of it like when are we recording you know you can call me here's my, you sent me your number like five times I'm like yeah I I, I was number one more time. girl I'm so into my son as you can see he needs attention like pure 100% attention of mine I usually give that to him so when um when I see your text messages, I'm like, okay, let me just let her know that I'm available because I'm so busy doing yes. I love that. I was like, she is going to just blow this out of the water. People are going to love <laughs> you. They're going to love to hear from you. I always love every time that I can speak with you. And I mean, you have just really painted a beautiful picture of your religion and your dedication to it, your faith. Your your passion is so evident and so beautiful, and it actually makes Santeria like so so bright in my mind, and it makes me want to go study so I can ask you questions. I love how open you are to share things with me, and I did um, talk to my my um, godmom. I told her um, all the stuff that some of you know some of the things that you mm-hmm. have done with your Patrino, and uh, she she said this belongs to you. I was like, what can I do? Can, is it okay for me to do these certain things? And she said, this is yours. Hoodoo is yours. Santeria is yours. Mm-hmm. is yours. We can move at your pace. So similar to what your, your Padrino said. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing. And I can't wait to see you flourish. Yeah. Um, it's, awesome that we can share our experiences together and anyone else that is interested in the um santeria religion they can you know hit me up on my page i will gladly um give my padrino's information to them he's open Mm -hmm. to it i've already discussed with him (laughs) so you know anyone that's you know inquiring i am in new york city though that's the only thing if if people are, you know, far away, my, my buddy knows, you know, from here too. So, but he's willing to, you know, be open to, to servicing whoever it is that's looking for, for any guidance. I love that. 
I love that you've already talked to him. You're just so on top of everything. I love you so much. Thank you so much. I love you too, Thank you for Of course. And thank you so much for your son's energy. I love him. You. I'm going to let you listen to the recording. He's so bright and so beautiful. And I love his little voice. Thank you. Oh, I love his little thank voice. Thank you for being so patient. <laughs> of course. No, I love babies. I had six uh, stepchildren. Six. Oh and God. now the man I'm with now, um, he has two sons. They're huge though. I'm I'm used to small children. <laughs> the children I'm with now are like bigger than me. They're only like twelve and thirteen, but they're huge. But no, I love children. I actually prefer children to to adults most days. Girl, sometimes <laughs> we're in ceremony and my son just comes and he's just like, Hi, Alegua. <laughs> Yes. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and like, like because deep he's prayer. seeing Elegua in his child form. Seeing it. There is times where he'll come and and come and just bring Elegua toys and lay there with him. And it's just a beautiful thing to watch. And um he just naturally embraces, you know, my religion and it's it's a it's a I'm happy that I'm learning so much now. So when it comes time for him to actually, you know, start praying with us and stuff like he sings songs to the Orishas already, you know, wow. he knows all the colors of the, the Elekes. He knows, you know, which Eleke belongs to who, you know, so he knows certain things already. And it's just it's just beautiful for me to be able to eventually raise him, letting him know that it is okay, you know, to be into Santeria, that Santeria is safe because, you know, some of us grow up thinking that, oh, you know, those are devil worshipers. And, oh, sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that, that was something that I really, really had to um, get used to in the beginning. I, I used to get really offended by it because I didn't even know too much about the religion myself in the beginning to be able to defend myself correctly. So I would come home like a bullied child to my body. Mm. Like, I do when people, you know, you know, ask me these crazy questions or, or I, I feel like they're, you know, talking about me because I have my is on and all this stuff. And, you know, he just basically simply was just like, don't pay them any mind. They don't know any better. Right. You understand? As long, as long as you're not provoked physically, Maxine, just brush it off. And it took me a while because I'm very confrontational. You know, Geminis love that. Right. Ain't no you, problem. We could go have, to that. That's, I think that's why I keep Capricorn because you have that. You have that cat thing like, I got a streak of violence. I'm waiting to go off. I feel that, you know, I used to feel that very strongly. And now again, you know, I've humbled myself to not give my energy to people that don't deserve it. Absolutely. You understand? Because your Ache is something that, you know, is for yourself, for your family, for your friends, for people that, you know, deserve it. Yeah. So for those that want to, you know, put put us down and, you know, talk about, you know, what devil worshipers, listen, in Santeria, we don't do anything without starting with God first. We give thanks okay. to God first, and then we continue from there on, just in case anybody's wondering. <laughs> we're right. Not, we're not no, devil I, worshipers. Listen, I've heard all types of stuff. The first 
time I heard the word Santeria, it was connected to a double suicide. It was connected to someone's childhood trauma. It, that's how I first, you know, that's the first time I heard the word Santeria. I'm like, what the hell is that? You know, I'm like 18. I never heard of this before. Or maybe I was, maybe I was 20 by then. I may have been 20, you know. And about the Eleke, like, I don't know how it is in New York, but in Miami, it's, it's also a little bit of, of fear about it, too, because you have so many islanders here. So there's still, even people who grew up right next door to it or in the same family of it as, you know, practitioners, they're still afraid. They're still afraid, but the, their fear comes with, like, respect. Like, that person's protected don't piss them off you know again again, two people automatically see the the alike and they're like okay um so i can't say nothing to her because she's gonna do brujeria on me and it's just Mm -hmm. like um in my house with my padrino he doesn't teach his godchildren brujeria if anyone is gonna do brujeria you went out there you learned it yourself and now you're practicing with some crap that might basically bite you 20 times over and Mm -hmm. that's you know that's all falls on you but but it depends on on what type of leader you choose you know in padrino or madrina you know but um you don't have to be initiated into santeria to have someone do witchcraft on you just right. just letting people know you could just... or to do it, or to do it. <laughs> exactly is, especially in this day and age where everybody thinks that well every, you know they're let me not be shady yeah in no. this day and age <laughs> where a lot of people are rediscovering their their magic okay yes. they're connecting to it yes. and they're they're using it right to solve very real issues in their lives to address things in their lives Mm -hmm. I personally like I said I don't know if I said it on this recording or the other one but the way my spiritual uh squad is set up I don't need to do baneful no magic you know what I'm saying you throw in darkness at me I just turn the light up you know what I mean (laughs) like it's not going to land and my godmom she don't give a she'll play in the dark honey she, oh. you know, she, oh, she played yes. with her demons, so she she'd throw something real quick. But I don't need to. My hands are very clean. But you know so, what? A true, a true, a true leader, a strong madrina, a strong padrino. They know how to work that end. They have to, you know, having godchildren, because when um when you are favored, when you have. Got children that are gifted, that are spiritually protected, that um, become diviners themselves. And, you know, when you have that in your corner, you know, you have to also be able to protect that too. So, you know, it's a good thing that your madrina does that. It's a good thing that my padrino would do it if, if, if you know, right. you know, taken to that extreme. Because when you're trying to teach um your godchildren you know to be a certain way and now they're being punished by outsiders that don't understand you know um how to just stay in their corner without having envy or or you know a black heart or or you know whatever it is it's it's a good thing to know that you're 
your padrino or madrina can actually help you spiritually and protect you while you're growing. Because we're all, you know, as God children, we're, we, we go through a delicate state, you know, of, yeah. of the spiritual awakening, of learning and all that stuff. So it's it's a good thing to have someone like that in your corner. Absolutely. I completely agree. I love how badass my godmom is. <laughs> she's like that about her natural children. She's just like my my girl because her um one of her daughters is very very close to her. I actually met her daughter before I met her. Her child came up to me and just made friends with me. That's why I love little kids. I, I think she was like maybe six or seven. No, she was like seven at the time, and she just came up to me and started talking. She like extended her hand, shook my hand, introduced herself, and that's how I met my godmom. By this child, I was, you know, watching, working at a little witch shop and doing readings um, over in North Carolina for a couple of months um, around the time that my sister had her first son. So it was helping her out. And I was like, I got to work somewhere. So <laughs> I went downtown to the nearest witch shop and I started doing readings there. And um, my teacher was, was there too. So, yeah, I mean, I love how strong she is, how willing she is to... Um, to to protect she's very protective and i feel very protective of her as well um but yeah her her one of her daughters is christian and she always says my daughter don't need to know she don't need to know how to light a candle i'm very protective of my children they don't even have to ask and that's how mothers are you know and she's very she's very much the same way with her godchildren she's very protective and she like like she she doesn't mind a fight i'm going to say she likes nope. it no nope. <laughs> she does not mind <laughs> you know it's a it's a um it's an awesome thing to see you know when they get when they get that that you know power with them you know I joke around and out and I tell I tell mine I'm like oh there you go you're floating I see it's about to go on I love it when I look at my Madrina I'm just like you know what there's so much so much that you can impart to other people there's some and I'm a very I'm a, I tell people I'm a big money witch I, when I look at things or I hear something I learn something I am around someone I'm thinking this is how you can make money like this is how you could build a business so what I do is I pour into her with business ideas like and she is such she's a Virgo she's such a hard worker and everything she produces is beautiful I don't care if it's a fixed candle or, you know, or a blog or anything. Anything she produces is beautiful. Um, and she 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 listens to me. It's a very interesting relationship yeah. because she's teaching me things I don't know about spirituality. And I teach her things she don't know about technology. You know? <laughs> you know what it is, too, is that as, as, as the parents in the religion, they are used to children and used to the children taking from them, taking knowledge from them, taking advice and all that stuff. So when you have an actual godchild that's trying to also invest in you as the parent, it's a it's a little it's refreshing for them too. I think because I try to do the same thing for um for my padrino. If I if I, you know, if I want to push him to to try you know new things and 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 I say, hey, I have this product that I want to do. Would you would you help me? You know, do it. Would you bless you know the items for me? And he's just like, sure. You know, like he's he's yeah. on board too with me, and it's it's. It's awesome. And not a lot of Godchildren get that type of relationship either. Right.
you know yeah, so yeah you have to appreciate that it's a beautiful thing for them to um actually let us get that close yeah it is. It's an honor and a privilege. Yes. It really is. Like, we could go on and on. So, thank you so much. You're <laughs> welcome. Call I'm going to have to record with um, Godmom next week. I wanted her to be the, the seventh show, but I might bring her in for five. Since this is our fifth episode, I probably will be bringing Hoodoo Hannah on. Oh, that's <laughs> going to be awesome. I know it's going to be popping to the first. Because, you know, she's special. So I have to have her, you know, I have to have her do some exclusive stuff. So either the last of the year or the first of the year. Um, yeah, so I'm going to bring her in, you guys. And thank you so much, Maxine, for blessing us. Go follow Maxine on Instagram, y'all. She is at Santo Ashe. That's S-A-N-T-O-A-S-H-E. And I will talk to you all next week. Bye, Max. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>